This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Uh, of course, it was yesterday, the day in which I couldn't do an 8am show that uh, Declan Rice was announced as an Arsenal player. We'll talk a little bit more about that shortly. But thank you to those of you that did tune in for the pre-recorded morning show. I, I appreciate uh, everyone showing their appreciation for the effort that goes into continuing to make sure that you've got a show. I was, I'm going to be real honest with you guys, uh, I, I'm starting a six, uh, kind of six month training session thing in a big attempt to get fitter, slimmer and all of those good things, healthier too. And uh, this weekend is the last weekend before it started. So last night, I took advantage of that fact. <laughs> I went to a karaoke bar with a fair few friends and had a good time. But it does mean that my voice is not in a good state this morning, <laughs> not in a good state at all. Um, but again, Still bringing you the show, still certainly going to be uh, trying to tackle as many of your questions as I can. But this is going to be my best friend this morning, a little glass of water. So you may see me grab it, you may see me go for it, but uh, it's all in good intentions throughout the show. So uh, thank you for that. But good morning to those joining us live in the chat box. Uh, thank you to Diane. Thank you to uh, Jose, Marcus, Dave, Machiavelli, Black Shine, Dave, uh, Paul, Penny Ween. Uh, we've got Steve. We've got Guna Jake, Matt Tomo. Good morning. Um, and also stick around after the uh, the news section because I've got uh, an announcement to bring you as well. Uh, but let's jump into today's stories, shall we? First of all, Aaron Ramsey, former Arsenal midfielder and what some would describe as potentially a legend as well, joining Cardiff City on a free transfer, returning, of course, to the club in which he was signed uh, from our, or to Arsenal from. And where it really kind of kicked off everything for him. Uh, a brilliant, brilliant move. I hope it goes really, really well for Ramsey. And uh, I look forward to seeing how he gets on. And uh, maybe, who knows, he can get a, a promotion through Cardiff as well. So there you go. Ramsey back in England playing football. Well, 
back in Britain playing football uh, once again. Uh, Declan Rice, his deal to Arsenal was, of course, announced yesterday. It was done in, uh, in, in a live stream fashion. Uh, we saw Arteta addressing the squad ahead of their kind of breakdown of the events of, of what happened in the Germany game against Nuremberg. And uh, in the crowd was, of course, Declan Rice. Uh, I was kind of expecting, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was kind of expecting the uh, him to be like brought into the room and just sitting at the back like one of the bad kids with uh, with Aaron Ramsdale. Um, if, if you think, you know, the, the naughty kids in the group, it's going to be Rice and Ramsdale, isn't it? It's just, it's, that's just what it's going to be. So it makes sense that they were sitting, uh, sitting at the back. But uh, he spoke up, uh, said about winning trophies and how happy he was, now impressed he is with Arsenal. And he's definitely got the aura of a captain, I think, uh, of confidence, someone who's not afraid to speak their mind. And certainly that is uh, a really positive thing. There's loads of content around Declan Rice, of course, available on the Arsenal website. You can find it all over there. You can watch um, all of the interviews that he'd done so far. The announcement video, the Adidas announcement video was something special um, as well. And uh, I very much look forward to uh, to seeing Declan Rice on the field. We talked to a number of listeners yesterday in our phone-in show. If you've not listened back, I did promise that we would do a phone-in show once Declan Rice's signing had been uh, achieved. And certainly, uh, we managed to do that. So uh, do go listen back to our phone-in show that we did. And uh, I look forward, hopefully, to uh, yeah speaking to more people across the course of this summer transfer window on further phone-in shows as well getting a feel and thoughts about what's gone on in the window. The positivity is, is really good. Uh, really, really good indeed. Right. Let's move on to other stories. Uh, and just kind of a final point, actually. Arsenal's priority business uh, to sign Havertz, to sign Timber, to sign Rice, being completed by July 15th. Fair play, Arteta and Edu. That is aggressive. That is quick. That is everything that we could want. Um, regarding uh, the, the speediness. I know that people were frustrated in how long it eventually took to announce Rice, but I remember sitting here in years gone by saying, it's only July 16th. You know, there's still time left. There's still things to be done. There's still things that can happen. Well, £200 million spent uh, by July 16th, uh, 15th even, is a fantastic success and achievement. And I look forward to seeing uh, the fruits of this labour through into next season. Now, Inter Milan have Balogun on their list of strikers, but want clarity on Arsenal's valuation of the player. We've seen a number of different valuations as well. We've seen, of course, um, valuations of around £50 million and upwards. We've seen some valuations um, higher than £35 million or as low as £35 million. So the price tag around Balogun continues to be Debated, talked about, discussed. We're not sure how much, if indeed he does leave, he will end up going for. But what we do know is that following Balogun remains an option uh, for an exit this summer and that he could indeed be out the door uh, come the end of the sea, uh, end of the summer. So let's wait and see what happens with Balogun. I know most of us, I think most of us anyway, are hoping that he stays, hoping that he can have an impact and perhaps oust Eddie Nketiah from that position at number nine uh, as an option to compete with Gabriel Jesus. But lots is still to be decided. He's going to go on the US tour because he's still going to be an Arsenal player by that point. It's going to be a chance for him to experience, of course, the Arsenal fandom, if you like, in America. Being a new US men's national team striker, he's going to get a lot of love, a lot of support, and maybe experiencing that in an Arsenal shirt could help him to convince himself that maybe he should stay at Arsenal for at least a season just to see what would happen. Um, but let's wait and see. But I'm really excited to see 
Balogun play again in the summer and hopefully finish his dinner because <laughs> he wasn't able to do that in the game against Nuremberg, that's for sure. Uh, Thomas Partey has apparently agreed a move to Saudi Arabia. Uh, Twitter account at football underscore level 55 which is a, a Saudi Arabian, I believe, based um, outlet. It's got like over... 500,000 followers, I believe. I've never heard of it before. And I think we're going to have to learn kind of what is and what isn't reliable from the Saudi side of things, the Saudi reporting of stuff, um, because it's becoming a real force and a real presence in the sport. But it has been suggested in other outlets as well that uh, Partey has indeed agreed a potential move to a Saudi Arabian club. The club, though, wasn't mentioned, strangely, uh, which does make me raise some questions about uh, the information, but we do know that if Arsenal are going to let Partey go, as I've reported as well, they're going to want a serious amount of money. You know, we're talking upwards of forty million pounds, uh, I believe, for Arsenal to sell Thomas Partey. Um, it's going to be very, very interesting to see, of course, um, how Thomas Partey's future is resolved and what follows, because Arsenal will need to replace him. They will absolutely need to replace him. They can't afford for Partey to leave and for them not to sign anybody. And according to Sasha Tavaleri, who of course uh, joins us a lot on the channel to talk about Belgian football, has said that Romeo Lavia is the main option if Partey does indeed leave the club this summer. Ben Jacobs also reporting yesterday about Arsenal's interest in Lavia very much still existing. There is interest from Chelsea. There is interest from Liverpool. Those two clubs, though, haven't progressed in any kind of move. Southampton want £50 million for Lavia. It seems the clubs that are interested in Lavia are looking, it seems, at spending significantly less, probably upwards of £30 million for Lavia, if they were able to do that. But uh, that clause that activates in his contract next summer if Man City indeed wanted to uh, to snatch him up, obviously is there. So that does change things slightly. Arsenal may have to get close to £40 million potentially to land Lavia. It could be a straight swap. It could be Partey's out and Lavia's in for a very similar price tag. We'll have to wait and see if that turns out to be the case. Um, but Lavia is a fantastic talent, it has to be said. You know, a year of Premier League football. It is amazing how many people kind of say he's not played enough footy and yet, turn around and say, oh, we should splash 100 million on Caicedo, who's only been playing in the league six months longer than Lavia. So it's kind of an interesting dynamic. Yes, Lavia is two years younger. Uh, there is that sort of things. But in terms of Premier League experience, he only has six months left uh, less on his record than, than Caicedo does. So it's certainly an interesting dynamic to consider when it comes to talking about whether Lavia is the right move for Arsenal. If the club seem to think that he is, I'm inclined to agree at this point in time. They've given me very little reason to doubt the business that they're doing in the market. Right, that's the end of part one. So let's move to part two, your questions and an announcement right after this. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You can now, indeed, as we announce, get tickets to the Guna Talk live event in London at the Mild May Club on Sunday, August 13th, 6pm. Doors open at 5pm. Um, members uh, can get tickets today. They are available in our Discord server. Tomorrow they will go for those that are remaining on general sale. So if, you, you know, uh, if you're conscious of, of them selling out through our members, um, then I'd recommend joining the Discord server today. Of course, you can wait, and uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure there will still be tickets around, um, but I can't promise you that, but I'm sure there still will still be some um, available to go on general sale tomorrow. I'll, of course, be announced now, and I'll be including the link in the video description tomorrow. But it is now the show. I'm very excited about this. It's a first for the channel. I know we've I've featured on live in real life um, shows and stuff we've done one in chicago of course we've done one at the hippodrome we did one with mike in uh, northeast london as well and uh, i will be having panelists guests uh, some familiar faces will be with us on the panel it's going to be a great evening uh, it's a fantastic venue uh, i'm really fortunate that we've managed to get the venue as well um and uh, it's a place that many a famous face has uh, has done shows in, has recorded music videos in. We're very happy to have um, the Mild May Club host us. And we look forward to uh, seeing so many of your faces, seeing so many of you. So if you are in London, if you can come down, it's the day after the game against Nottingham Forest. We play Nottingham Forest on the Saturday. We're doing this on the Sunday um, at 6pm. So tickets are available to members in the Discord server today. And then general sale will go on tomorrow so uh, i look forward to giving you the link and seeing again so many of your faces and i'll be continuing to push this uh, over the course of the next month until we sell out and there is a limited number of tickets so do bear that in mind if you are waiting around right then let's jump into the chat box and go through some of your questions aristilka says the real question is who are the guests Guests to be announced. I'm looking forward to telling you and revealing who our guests are throughout the course of the next couple of weeks or so. Um, but it's going to be a good fun. It's going to be good, good fun. And I look forward to it. Um, let's go to uh, Slingshot. Uh, Dave says, Kaiseda did look levels ahead of Lavia, in my opinion. I'm sure Lavia will look better in a better team. But I can see why everyone wants Kaiseda, but why Brighton are holding out for big money. There is obviously a difference. You know, Caicedo is a better player than Lavia at this moment in time. He's developed further than Lavia. He's had more time in the Premier League and he's got two years more on his record. It's just kind of that dynamic of ruling out the idea of Lavia just because he's only played one season in the Premier League, but then overlooking the fact that Caicedo's only played one and a half seasons in the Premier League as well. Uh, Darren says, any Jorginho-like experienced midfielder options out there? I'm not sure if Arsenal would be moving for an experienced midfielder. You know, we have experience in the team. Experience doesn't also have to be a 30-year-old. Declan Rice coming in provides us 300-plus appearances in the Premier League worth of experience. That's massive. You know, you don't have to be near 30 or over 30 to have quote-unquote experience you know in the team Declan Rice is bringing that experience Erdegaard is an incredibly experienced player he's been playing senior football since he was 16 for eight odd years now Erdegaard has been playing at an elite level that's lots of experience you know so Jorginho as you've mentioned brings it too El Nenny in the background of things brings it also um Ben White 
Ramsdale, Gabriel, even Saliba, you know, have a full season of Premier League football under his belt, but certainly uh, several seasons at the top level and at the elite level is experience. So we've got experience in the team. Trossard brought some as well, of course, coming in in the forward line. Gabriel Jesus, Zinchenko, plenty of experience. So uh, I don't think we necessarily need to look for you know, an experienced player. If you like, uh, Gunagang says, Tom, uh, do you think the Arsenal Rice announcement was forced by uh, due to the way that West Ham announced him leaving? And did you think West Ham are a little disrespectful in the end? I mean, they didn't mention Arsenal in any way, shape or form in the announcement. Um, the West Ham side of things has been laughable, um, to be honest, how it's been dealt with, how it's been publicised so much, this kind of negotiation. Um, West Ham fans, some of them at least, have tried to create a bit of a rivalry between the clubs. There's no rivalry between Arsenal and West Ham, beside the fact they play in the same city. But there's a lot of clubs that play in London. Um, I'm sure it'll be interesting to see if he's booed or welcomed back. I'd be shocked if he's booed. Maybe you'll have some idiots in the crowd that, that boo him when they go back to East London for the game. Um, I'm not sure when Arsenal actually play. West Ham. Let's have a quick look. When do Arsenal play West Ham? They play them. Um, oh, if Burnley changed their badge. I didn't didn't know that. It's the first time I've noticed a different badge from Burnley. Um, we play West Ham on Boxing Day. I feel like we played them on Boxing Day last time. Did we? I'm sure we played West Ham on Boxing Day last season. Um, well, we're playing them again on Boxing Day at the Emirates. Uh, we then play at the we then play them in one, two, three, four, fifth, five games after that. We play them again at the London Stadium on the 10th of February. So, uh, yeah, there you go. That's when we can expect to see Declan Rice, um, at the, at the London Stadium in an Arsenal shirt. I'd be shocked. I agree with Blue Well. I'd be shocked if he was booed. Um, you know, he won him a European trophy at the end of the day. Well, European trophy uh, at the end of the day. So let's wait and see. Um, uh, let's go to uh, Ronald says, do we need to get a younger central midfielder or will we have a Liverpool problem soon? Um, no. Declan Rice is in his mid-20s. Odegaard, mid-20s. Um You've got young players coming through like Miles Lewis, Skelly, Nuaneri playing in that attacking midfield role there as well. Um, I mean, Lavia obviously would create a bit of a, a younger dynamic, a younger you know boost to the age profile. But no, I don't think there's a you know a, a massive need right now. I think that Partey obviously and Jorginho at that age and Jack has moved on now. We've already brought in Rice that refreshes things, still 24-ish. So I don't think it's a problem at the moment. Um, but Lavia would certainly tackle that anyway if we did. Um, Stephen says, if Partey does go, do we need two midfielders and not one? I, I think I think it's a, a necessity to get one if Partey leaves. I'm not sure two is a necessity. You know, it'd be interesting because Havertz has kind of been added. Havertz is the guy that's replaced Xhaka in the squad. Positional-wise, there's question marks, but he has already replaced Xhaka with Havertz. We've added Rice, which obviously is, imagine that Xhaka stayed and we didn't sign Havertz. You're adding Rice to Partey and Xhaka. You've swapped Xhaka out for Havertz. We could swap Bal uh, Balogun. We could swap Partey out for uh, for a Lavia. And then you've added Rice to that as well. So you have strengthened. Um, but there is a good argument, you know, that Partey is a more experienced, established player than Rice. I think there's good arguments between the two of how, how good both of them are, how much they compare to one another. I would have liked to have seen Partey and Rice stay in the same season and see the depth that that would have brought us. And I feel like now, you know, if we lose Rice for a game or two, which, you know, is unlikely because his record is exceptionally good, touch wood. Um, but it felt like, you know, if we had Rice and Partey, we were really well covered going into a brand new season. So I think it'd be a shame. 
Um, I know I would have liked to have seen the dynamic of having both of them in the squad. Um, I did miss Dr. Smith joining up as a brand new member. Welcome to the TGT family, my friend. And uh, I appreciate your support and time. And uh, I hope that if you indeed are an expert member, that perhaps you can go and get a ticket for our live podcast as well. Uh, Matt, and see Mbappe in an Arsenal kit one day. Yes, there is a greater than 0% chance. Never say never, Matt. You know, it's not impossible. Nothing's impossible when you really put your mind, well, other than becoming a Spurs fan. That That is impossible. Um, but uh, regarding Mbappe to Arsenal, never say never, but it's very, very unlikely, I think. Just unfortunately. I just don't think Arsenal have the financial capacity to to do a type of deal that a City or uh, a Real Madrid can do uh, or a PSG. I just don't think we have that level of um, of financial weight um, and power. I just can't see it happening, sadly. Uh, Let's do a quick uh, check on Twitter just to see if I've not missed anything. Fabrizio's tweeted saying, Inter will ask for financial conditions of Balogun early next week. Balogun is open to a permanent move, but Arsenal are expected to request an important fee. Balogun's part of the Inter list after Lukaku's deal fell apart. Um, Bala and Zola and Benjamin Sesko are not in the list. I mean, Benjamin Sesko just joined RB Leipzig, so I don't know why he would be on the move, but maybe I'm naive to that. Um, let's go to... Uh, Dennis has loved seeing that Arsenal now have a female first-team doctor. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that the female presence in Arsenal is massive. Um, there's some fantastic uh, girls and ladies uh, in the Arsenal setup. So, uh, yeah, it's fantastic to see. Um, let's go to Lucas says, opinion, it's human nature that people want more signings. Uh, but for once, as an Arsenal fan of 15 years, I'm satisfied with our signings. And I don't mind not seeing anyone unless important players leave. And this is kind of where I sit, Lucas. I agree with you. Um, I think if we keep Balogun, keep Partey, keep Tierney, I'm really happy with the three signings that we've got. Anything else I think would be a bonus. But if any of those three leave, I mean, less so Tierney, um, but I do think there's scope to bring in a different style of fullback on the right-hand side, like a Fresnader or a Frimpong. Um, but I I think you're right. I'm very happy with what we've done. I'm happy with the squad. Um, but if someone important leaves, like a Partey, like a Balogun, maybe then you're open to bring something else in. I have heard suggestions that there might be more even if people don't leave. So Arsenal aren't done, is kind of what I was told. So um, whether or not Partey leaves, whether or not Balogun leaves, the indication I got was that Arsenal aren't done. Um, So who knows? If the right opportunity comes up, you know that they will be there and ready to try and take it if indeed it happens. Um, Let's go to... Boom, 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 boom. Uh, Danielle says, first time I'm so excited for a new season. Let's go. You weren't excited for last season? I was buzzing for last season. I couldn't wait for last season to get going. Gabriel Jesus, Zinchenko, Jesus ripping up preseason. I was buzzing about last season. Um, That's kind of sad that this is the first season you're actually excited for. I can't tell people how to feel, you know. (laughs) I try, but I can't. Uh, John, uh, thank you for the comment. Nearly at 200 likes, 54 to go uh, for 250. Let's see if we can get to 250 likes this morning. Come on, people. There's over 1,400 of you watching, and you are those watching live uh, that are able to, the most dedicated on a Sunday. Sundays are our, you know, they are the uh, the cornerstone of the most dedicated view that get up at 8 a.m. Those that are catching up, respect to you as well, of course, but those joining live 8 a.m., you know, on a Sunday, you got to appreciate the effort. It is certainly 
a fantastic effort that is being made. Those always in the West, though, you know, those in North and South America getting up at silly o'clock in the morning, like Matt, for instance. You're all mad, but I appreciate every single one of you. Um, let's go to Medi says, which position in our squad do you think is the weakest in terms of quality and depth? It's a good question because it's interesting. You'd say like right wing, you have Bakaya Saka, but then after Bakaya Saka, it's Reese Nelson. Um, and with respect, that is a big gap. Um, Gabriel Jesus and then Eddie Nketiah, you know. So I think the forward line actually potentially is maybe where we are still lacking the most depth. I think we've got good depth pretty much everywhere. Some people will say goalkeeper, but I like Matt Turner. I think he gives, and it's really hard to get a backup goalkeeper, you know, of real quality. City managed to do it. Of course they have with Ortega. Um, But I think that the defense is really stacked. You know, we've got a good um, back four, but uh, I think the forward line is probably. Um, I don't know if it's just me. I feel like my screen was flickering then. It might just be me, but let me know if you saw a little flicker on the screen. Um, I feel like I did, but I might be going mad. Actually, it says Tom. Do you think uh, we should have gone? Um, we should have gone for Rice this summer if we had somehow landed Caicedo in January. It's something I've really thought about. Actually, I don't know. I I genuinely don't know. I don't know if we would have gone for Rice this summer if we'd have got Caicedo. I feel like yes is the answer because. If you haven't read, and there's a really fantastic article in The Athletic about the inside story of the Declan Rice deal, if you haven't read it, I'd recommend it. Um, but there was a fantastic kind of look into the idea that this was all or nothing for Arsenal. It was Rice or bust. And that's certainly the, the feeling that we got around the deal as well. Arsenal did not have an alternative. Yes, we had Caicedo as a, you know, like, yes, it was an alternative option was Caicedo. But at the end of the day, Caicedo is not Rice and Rice is just this all-encompassing um, kind of ethereal presence if you like um, that we needed to make sure we added to create that statement to take us to the next level but who knows maybe we would have still gone um, for Rice and then kind of actively sought out Partey leaving maybe we tried to sign Rice in January but it just wasn't possible like they were interested in doing it but West Ham had no interest at all it was not for sale and we pushed for Caicedo because Arteta knew we needed something in midfield that season and when we couldn't get Caicedo they pivoted and they got Jorginho to bring in something it's a really smart move it was a really good move to do the Jorginho deal 12 million quid 18 months with an option great decision making there really good smart piece of business um, because we couldn't get you know the players that we wanted as a primary. But this summer, we wanted Havertz. We got him. We wanted Timber. We got him. We wanted Rice. We got him. It's brilliant work. You can't say anything other than it's just brilliant, brilliant work by the club. Um, Kerry says, uh, do you think we should be doing our best to keep Balogun as I really believe he has such a high ceiling? He looks more complete than Nketiah and has really good movement, touch, and attacking intent. Yes, is the short answer. I do think we should be trying to keep Balogun and integrate him. The problem is that we don't really know on the player's side how open he is to it. The assumption is being made that he's not. Um, I hope that we can convince him. I hope that we can convince him to stay um, and stay at the club for the long-term future. Um, Penny Wynn says, uh, how many mats will be at the live show? I don't know. It's a good question. We have a lot of mats um, <laughs> in the TGT community. I look forward to seeing. There's a lot of Toms in the TGT community as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing as many of you. We are going to wrap the show up there, people. Thank you for listening. Again, uh, if you are 
around uh, on the 13th of August, Sunday, the day after the first Premier League match of the season in North London. Um, tickets are on sale to our members today. We'll be going on general sale tomorrow morning for those that remain. Um, Thank you to everyone that's already bought tickets. Uh, plenty of you have already uh, in our Discord server. But these are now available in the Discord and will be going on general sale tomorrow. Uh, the panel is to be announced. I look forward to giving you more information about who is going to be joining us. Um, and I look forward to seeing seeing many of you. I know that there are people in the chat box that have created fantastic um, friendships. I know there are people in the Discord server that have created fantastic um, family-esque bonds, which is amazing over the last few years. And uh, to be honest, it's going to be great to have the opportunity for people to meet each other for the first time. It's going to be great for the opportunity to see this family and this community come together um, in a really kind of uh, organic way. You know, we've I know I've met people. I know that we've done other shows uh, hosted by other people. But having a TGT chance to to see everyone come together is is amazing i'm really looking forward to it i can't wait uh, for those of you that have attended the likes of arsenal visions and ask blogs events uh i'm very very happy to have gabriel on board who does all of the sound and microphones and recording uh for uh those events he's doing our event as well so it's going to be a really well put together show a really well structured and um hopefully a lot of fun as well so i look forward to it. anyway more about that tomorrow for those that uh want to buy on general sale but for those in our discord server you can get your tickets now thank you everyone that's tuned in and listened i very much appreciate your time as always it's been an absolute pleasure uh stay safe stay well have a fantastic sunday um yes oh i did want to mention i didn't talk about this yesterday all the day before i've been very kind of going on in the world of arsenal and i, I know i've probably missed the boat in terms of actually discussing this um but i had someone leave a comment on the video yesterday i think it was yesterday and said what did i think of the the deli alley interview um i've not addressed it i've not talked about it not intentionally just hasn't um been something i've talked about obviously i wasn't doing a live show yesterday and the day before that you know it's been a bit chaotic with uh timber and everything but on the Delhi Alley interview I thought it was fantastic I thought it was brilliantly educational I think it was enlightening and no matter his affiliation with Tottenham that goes out the window when you talk about important topics like he brought up and I hope that it does encourage people to be open and talk about uh problems and, and things that that Delhi Alley discussed because he was very open honest and uh revealing you know about everything so it was a it was certainly a, a an eye-opening exchange with Gary Neville and by the way for people that you know I know people criticize Gary Neville I thought Gary did a fantastic job in that interview as well so uh, it's a really good one if you haven't seen it I encourage you to go and do that it's yeah very very good indeed uh, thank you for listening I'll see you all tomorrow morning and uh, as always up the Arsenal It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.